1: That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST.
0: It starts the same way. Can I tell you a secret? It would start off with a random girl and just say, hey, hun. i I'm going to tell you some secret now. Please don't mention it to anybody. But it quickly escalates... It just spread like a wildfire. I still sleep with clubs next to my bed. I didn't know how far this was going to go. People seldom show their true selves online. But one man? He's taken it much further. I was terrified. Who is the cyberstalker behind these messages? He actually said to me, good luck, proving it's me. And why is he sending them? Because he became more and more isolated, he just went within himself even further.
1: Do you punish someone for uh, acting out whatever is going on in their mind that we don't understand?
0: And if I could just turn back the clock? From The Guardian, I'm Shirin Kyla, and this is Can I Tell You a Secret? A story about obsession, fear, and the lives we lead online. Listen to all episodes now. Search for Can I Tell You a Secret wherever you get your podcasts and hit subscribe.
1: In June, the United States Supreme Court overturned the constitutional right to abortion. This was a huge blow to abortion rights activists and was instantly denounced by Democratic Party leaders. Republican lawmakers across the country rejoiced and quickly introduced legislation to restrict or ban abortion in several states. Polling suggests this has led to a surge in the numbers registering to vote. Many of them are young, they're women and they're LGBT+. They want to make sure they can cast a ballot in time for November's elections. Today, my colleague Poppy Noor tells me what she's seeing on the ground. I'm Jonathan Friedland, columnist at The Guardian, and this is Politics Weekly America.
0: 17 states have brought in bans or restrictions now, um, according to the Guttmacher Institute, which is one of the bodies that collects information on it, and 26 in total look posed to.
1: Um, Poppy Noor is senior staff writer for Guardian US and is currently writing about abortion rights across the country ever since the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade back in June.
0: People knew this was coming, but they couldn't really anticipate the way it would feel when it came down and so those kind of human consequences of the abortion clinic that was waiting for the moment that this decision was made and suddenly had to send all of its staff home or send send patients home you know people who lost jobs people who suddenly started being investigated by the state whether they were doctors or people who wanted to get an abortion that kind of human impact I think was unpredictable and and that's that that was the, the the very dismal part of kind of reporting after June twenty fourth when the decision came down.
1: Nevertheless, there has been an event which has, I would guess, lifted the spirits of campaigners on this topic, and it came from of all places, the state of Kansas, the rock solid, deep red, deeply conservative state of Kansas. And you were there on the ground to cover it. So tell us what happened.
0: People in Kansas, in the US, have voted to keep abortion legal, rejecting an amendment to the state's constitution. The ballot in the Republican-dominated state is the first of its kind since the US Supreme Court's decision... In Kansas, abortion rights were put directly on the ballot to Kansans. They were asked whether or not they wanted to protect abortion rights in the, the state's constitution. And it was a really ugly campaign, you know, like there was so much misinformation. The wording on the ballot was kind of impossible to read. You know, I, I always think about it in comparison to Brexit. Like for the referendum in the UK, the wording was, you know, do you want to still be a member of the EU? Yes or no? This wording, it was called the value them both amendment, meaning do you want to value both the pregnant person and the child so there were all these things that that made people think, despite the fact that stats showed us for a while that Kansans were overwhelmingly against further restrictions on abortion, that this might really go into the hands of anti-abortion campaigners. And actually, on, on the day, what happened was Kansans came out overwhelmingly to protect abortion rights in Kansas. And it was a huge election, like more Kansans turned out to vote on a referendum in the primary season than in any primary in Kansas history.
1: So it was huge. And in exactly the kind of result that wouldn't uh, have been predicted, there was a famous book on uh, American politics talking about the drift to the right, what's the matter with Kansas? And here was Kansas delivering this news that cheered liberals, pro-abortion rights activists, and so on. It was particularly significant, uh, I think, because of the impact, the turnout, the involvement of women.
0: Yeah, so so basically what happened, and and a number of pollsters have kind of examined Kansas since that vote, because of exactly what you said, you know, this is a a state that voted for Trump 15% over Biden. It wasn't necessarily always on the cards that this was going to happen. And, and what looks like it happened in, in Kansas is that after the Supreme Court decision, the number of people registering to vote that were women shot up. So 70% of the new uh, people registering to vote after June 24th were women. And that's often quite a good indicator of people being ramped up about an issue, enthusiastic about it, and and, and kind of turns out, reflects itself as turnout in the actual election.
1: And did Republicans have no clue that this was coming? I mean, you would have thought that they would have done enough sort of polling, etc, to realise that there was a body of women voters in that state, mainly, I mean, others as well, but who would not take a move like this without pushing back. And Are there Republicans in the state of Kansas who are, you know, are there recriminations? Are they turning on each other saying, how did we get this so wrong?
0: Yeah, I think basically Republicans kind of took for granted how much of a nonpartisan issue abortion is and and that's what we saw in kansas you know you had republicans voting in favor to protect abortion you had people switching allegiances because of how angry they were about this issue but i think that republicans thought that they could get away with that i also think that they thought that they could get away with some of the misinformation the tactics that they used in that race i think they thought it would work what you're seeing now which i think probably does tell you that that they realize they got it wrong is 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 a lot of republican candidates are sort of softening their their wording on abortion or you know candidates who previously were very gung ho about being anti-abortion gung ho about believing in no no exceptions for rape and incest or life of the parent are suddenly saying actually you know they're suddenly quietly removing those pledges from their websites so you've got Someone like Blake Masters in in Arizona, who not that long ago was, you know, comparing abortion to human sacrifice, who who now is saying,
1: look, I support a ban on very late term and partial birth abortion. And most Americans agree with that. That would just put us on par with other civilized nations.
0: You know, he's talking more about late term abortions and he, he's talking more about exceptions. So, so you're seeing this kind of backtracking and Maybe people in the Republican Party realising that this doesn't totally register with the electorate and might not do them well in the midterms.
1: And the significance of this shouldn't be underestimated. This is a party that one way or another has run on this issue for decades. It's been such a sort of staple, particularly in those conservative states, where a lot of commentators have been saying, well, that was easy for them because they knew that the law couldn't change because of Roe being on the statute books via the Supreme Court, or rather not being on the statute books, but being locked in uh, via that Supreme Court judgment. So it was easy to sort of posture as the quotes, pro-life candidate. Now, suddenly, when it's really a real matter of votes and politics, they're finding that there is a real cost. So this is a massive shift, given what Republican politics, conservative politics have been like in America for, for all these decades. But it's worth noting that not all Republicans are trying to sort of row back on their words. Some are actually doubling down on the restrictive language and the restrictive policy message
0: yeah I mean, just last week, Lindsey Graham floated a 15 week abortion ban across the country, which is it is kind of a diversion from this from the way that this debate has been framed by the Republicans so far. you know it 's so long and they 've said let's put this question back to the states and all of a sudden, Lindsey Graham is saying and the first thing I would say about uh, the Dobbs decision is that abortion's not banned in America, slept up to elected officials in America to define the issue. You have states have the ability to do it at the state level and we have the ability in Washington to speak on this issue if we choose. I have chosen to speak. Let's have a, um, a national rule on this. That that penalty that he's proposing is pretty high. You know, it would it would criminalize doctors for up to five years, potentially. It doesn't have any chance of passing with the current makeup of the House and the Senate. But I think, you know, it was it was sort of thought of as a way of calming down the abortion debate. Actually, what it looks like it's done is kind of aggravated people a bit more and, and, and shown a lot more divisions within the party on this issue.
1: And a cost for them, because there's evidence that suggests this move of the Supreme Court, overturning a half-century-long constitutional right for a woman to have an abortion that move overturning that right is having an impact on women's enthusiasm uh, to participate and to vote that goes way beyond Kansas.
0: Yeah, so so across the country, women were registering to vote after that June twenty fourth decision shot up by 12%. So way more women, women were suddenly registering to vote. Now, As a journalist, you always are sceptical about polls, right? Like they don't, they're not always right. They go up and down. Things change people's minds. You don't know whether a woman registering to vote, for example, is going to go out and vote. You don't know whether her being a woman means that she is pro-abortion or anti-abortion. There are all these caveats, But the number started increasing and what you started seeing were these big gender gaps in registration, right? So so one thing people will say is, well, how do you know that this is to do with abortion? We're just getting closer to the midterms. Maybe people are just suddenly signing up to vote. And actually, there's a huge gender gap, especially in states where abortion looks like it's going to be on the ballot or is under threat. There's a big gap between the proportion of, of men and women signing up. So in places like Wisconsin, where there's currently no abortion care, and that's a big discussion in the midterms, there's a 16% gap in the number of women registering to vote, uh, the number of men registering to vote. And those new registrations look largely to be Democrats in places where abortion doesn't look to be threatened, right, some places in the US, regardless of the the national discussion, it feels like abortion is still pretty protected. In New York, in Oregon, in, in Rhode Island, places like that, people for the most part don't feel like their abortion rights are under threat. And in those places, that gender gap is way less pronounced. You know, it's like 3% or 2% gap between men and women registering to vote. So that, that sort of indicates to us that this is resonating in in very specific places across the country.
1: Let's talk about some of your own reporting. You decided to turn your attention to one state in particular, and that is the state of Michigan. Tell us why you put your pin in that part of the map.
0: So Michigan is hugely, I mean, it's a hot, hot race (laughs) um, in the midterms. Like really it is, you know, the, the governor seats up for grabs, Their attorney generals up for grabs. There's a few districts in which it's not solid Democrat or Republican. So it's a hot race and it's really heating up, particularly around abortion. So there's a ballot initiative like the one in Kansas on the books in November that's going to put the question directly to voters about whether or not they want to protect abortion. And voters are also looking at the candidates in all of these races and thinking, are you going to protect abortion or not?
1: So massively important there and clear because there'll be that kind of referendum, that ballot initiative, putting to the state's eight million or so eligible voters up or down. Are they for it or against it in much the way that it played out in Kansas? So you've been out and about reporting in the state. Who have you been speaking to? Hello?
0: Hi, that's Sonia. Yeah so one of the first people that i came across when i was reporting in michigan i was sort of looking for people who care about the abortion issue i was quite interested in women i was quite interested in young people and i spoke to a 19 year old woman called sonia koenig who is a freshman i in high school i um, ran a club called the ginsburg society so this is obviously a topic that i am pretty passionate about um she's the kind of person that she obviously always was gonna vote you know, in, in, in whatever her first election was going to be, and this is going to be the first time she can vote. She's super politically switched on. But when I spoke to her, the thing that really came across to me was, like, the physical impact on her of this debate. I feel nervous kind of all the time, and my brain is just constantly on fire because I can't I can't relax, you know what I'm saying? Like, I almost want this election to just be here and get this over with, and... And yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's really affecting her. She can't sleep. She can't concentrate. And so she's one of the new people who's, who's registered to vote, who, who spoke to us about
1: that. So abortion is an obviously dominant issue in Michigan come November, so much so that you found former Republican voters who are changing parties, moving their party allegiance or at least their votes over this issue.
0: So yeah, in Michigan, one of the people I spoke to, um, his name was William Watchkowski. He's thirty six years old.
1: They're too extreme. It's they're out of their minds. Like to think that to, it's just polar opposite. Like I can't get behind
0: what you know, like with, with what they're trying to do. Like, William described himself when we spoke as being from Trump country. <laughs> That's what he called it. He's from Monroe County in Michigan. He's a trans man. Uh but I I'm a transgender male and abortions that can uh, does affect me directly, you know, because I haven't had a hysterectomy, so I still have capabilities of carrying a child. He's voted Republican all his life. He voted for Trump in Trump's first election. Lately the kind of discussion on abortion has really changed his mind about that and he feels under threat that that something could end up happening to him and he wouldn't have a choice like, in it. This is, you know, putting women back, you know, and trans men, you know, those who can, you know, become pregnant. It, it puts them back in the dark ages. It was like,
1: what kind of protections do we have? And then if they take this away, like... What's that
0: and, you know, ultimately we had a discussion about whether or not he feels abandoned by his party. And he just, he he thinks it's it's gone way to the extreme and doesn't represent the principles of, of freedom and lack of government interference that the Republican Party usually say is what they're up for. Yeah, the Democrats support what it is that I'm looking for. So, yeah, I'm having a swing over to Democratic. I've been a Republican voter prior to, you know, a lot of all this.
1: So interesting hearing all these voices that you uh, encountered on the road Including those worried that there is a racial dimension to all this. I tend to do uh, big elections or the presidency usually, because I am.
0: Yeah. So another person that I spoke to, um, Diamond Dore Woods, they use they them pronouns. Diamond wasn't totally sure that they were going to vote in this election. They're disabled, standing in, in lines, you know, all day long. is, is not great. So they they tend to choose which elections feel important. But the moment that they heard the Supreme Court decision, they really felt like this was a life or death matter.
1: It's scary (laughs) because it's like people are going to like abortion clinics to try to harass people. And, you know, they're trying to go against the governor in violent ways. And so Michiganders are starting to look at it like, oh, this is a serious issue. People can die. Like, this isn't just, you know, go to a clinic and abort a baby. This is like politics.
0: You know, they spoke to me about the maternal mortality rate, which, to be clear, you know, pregnancy is a complicated health condition almost. A lot of people die, particularly in the U.S., black women die at much higher rates during pregnancy and birth. So that was something that was on Diamond's mind. One of the things that Diamond mentioned to me is that some of these things that are about, like, forcing people to carry a birth to full term and criminalising people for being pregnant or or suddenly the government, you know, having rights over your body, that, that this was really reminiscent of a lot of the stuff that black people have gone through, you know, a few decades ago
1: going back to what our ancestors went through and like just seeing that the history repeat itself it's like oh okay well maybe
0: i do need to try to think of this in a different light
1: because it's it's getting
0: kind of (laughs) dark and that specific part of it really felt egregious
1: Poppy, we heard from you before about how Republicans are shifting their position, their rhetoric and 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 the emphasis they're putting on this issue, partly in some way sort of burnt by what they were, the, the verdict of the voters in Kansas. But what about Democrats? To what extent are they making this the issue they're running on um, for November? Are they making this the central plank of their campaign against Republicans, uh, as I think some progressives in the party have wanted them to, or is there some wariness?
0: One of the outcomes of putting abortion rights directly on the ballot is that voters then come out who are pro-choice, pro-abortion, who will probably end up voting Democrat and maybe they wouldn't have turned out otherwise, right? So that's, it's hugely beneficial to Democrats in very specific areas. And and when you look at campaign videos, you know, they're really going hard on this issue, on, on on pointing out where Republicans are trying to soften their stance, on pointing out where they stand on, on abortion and making it very clear when they're pro-choice.
1: And all of this really turns on what may end up be, have being a really big miscalculation. I mean, people were predicting that this was going to be a massive red wave midterm election, for Republicans, everything was in place for them. You know, Donald Trump was not on the ballot, which was has proved a drag factor on their vote. Uh, You know, Biden's poll numbers, Joe Biden's poll numbers are not healthy. This should have been all. Everything was in place for them just to have a big landslide win in November. And this Dobbs decision overturning Roe v. Wade has has upended some of those calculations. Can't get ahead of ourselves. We don't know how it's going to play out. But what's your sense, having spoken to voters in Kansas, in Michigan, other states, How important do you think this abortion rights issue is going to be in the midterms this year? Normally, elections are about the economy. They're about whether the incumbent is doing well. Do you think the midterm elections of November 2022 are going to be about abortion?
0: So I don't know whether you can say this is decisive or this is the one thing that's going to change the midterm outcome. What I will say is that when you look at the number of seats that are up for grabs, it's tiny, right? We're talking about a handful of seats in, in, in the Senate and in Congress that the Republicans need to take over in order to flip one of those houses. And so in any state where this is a hot button issue, if we're talking about Michigan, where there are seats up, up for grabs, if we're talking about places like Kansas, loads of states in the Midwest in some of these states, abortion is really motivating people at the polls. And you just need a few states. <laughs> that that's, that's all that's needed in this election. So, you know, it, it could be really influential on the final result.
1: Poppy, we always ask our guests on the podcast a what else question. News broke on Wednesday of the Attorney General of New York, Letitia James, announcing that she is to sue Donald Trump for fraud after an investigation that's gone on for years. She's accusing the former president of profiting from what she called a staggering fraud. And it's not just Donald Trump, it's his family business and three of his adult children that she says lied to lenders and insurers for more than a decade, specifically by overvaluing Trump assets by billions of dollars she as attorney general is seeking to bar the Trumps from ever running a business in the state again there would be no Trump business in New York amazing I think it's safe to predict that Donald Trump and family will deny all charges and indeed will uh, doubtless say the attorney general is politically motivated you can probably expect him to use the word witch hunt as well but just on trump and and the whole sort of trump shadow that looms over american politics how big a factor even though he's not on the ballot donald trump's name won't be on the ballot anywhere how big a factor do you just think trump is for november 2022
0: i think we're experiencing a thing you know, in our in our media everywhere where you, I mean, you just never stop hearing Donald Trump's name. It doesn't matter if he's not the president anymore. It doesn't matter if he's not on Twitter anymore. He dominates the news cycle. He dominates discussion around elections. You know, there's been a whole thing over the last few months about Trump-backed candidates versus non-Trump-backed c- candidates. Some of those have done well. Others have, have done less well. So I think it's, you know, it's, it's not clear in which way he'll be relevant in this election. But I think, you know, he's just always going to be uh, relevant.
1: Always somehow there in the room, the big figure uh, of American politics since really 2015. Poppy Noor, thanks so much for speaking to us on Politics Weekly America.
0: Thanks so much for having me.
1: A big thanks also to William Wojciechowski, Sonia Koenig and Diamond D. Woods for telling us their stories. And that is all from me for this week. You might have heard a trailer at the start of this episode for a brand new Guardian podcast series, which is out today. It's called Can I Tell You a Secret? And it's terrific. All six episodes are available now. So search for it wherever you get your podcasts. And a thank you from me to everyone who sent in ideas for what you'd like to hear us cover on this podcast. We have lots of exciting ideas in store to pursue over the next few months, and we do love hearing your input. So please keep sending your suggestions and questions to podcasts at theguardian.com. But for now, it's goodbye. The producer is Daniel Stevens. The executive producer is Maz Ebtahaj. I'm Jonathan Friedland. Thanks. As always, for listening.
0: This is The Guardian. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts?